This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir, only on LA Talk Radio. Welcome to All Things Therapy. I'm your host, Lisa Tai here. I'm a licensed clinical social worker practicing as an intuitive psychotherapist. I am certified in EMDR and Reiki. I have physical offices in both Los Angeles and New Orleans. However, I conduct Skype, FaceTime, and phone sessions worldwide. And you can reach me to schedule sessions, to inquire about being a guest on this show, or to advertise through my website, which is nolatherapy.com, the abbreviation for New Orleans Los Angeles Therapy. And you can find archived episodes of this show and subscribe to listen each week on YouTube, iTunes, and Google Play. I am really excited to have my guest on today. She has been on several times. Carolyn Bufkin is a psychic medium. She's an astrologer with only 20, with over 25 years of experience. Not only 25 years. She actually began her psychic abilities at the age of seven. She's been featured on Fox 8 News in New Orleans Magazine regularly in various newspapers. She does corporate readings for Fortune 500 companies. She's a regular astrological columnist for Greater New Orleans Living Magazine. She writes for Mountain Astrologer and Alternatives Magazine also. So Carolyn, welcome back on the show today. Hello. Oh, thank you so much, Lisa. I appreciate it. How are you today? Having me. Good. You know, life isn't bad. Thank you. (laughs) And actually, I had one article published in Mountain Astrologer. And 
right around the time of Hurricane Katrina. And um, Greater New Orleans Magazine has, uh, the title of the magazine has been changed to New Orleans Living. So I have been a comment for New Orleans Living Magazine since 1999. Uh, Thanks to Maria Miro, the the owner of the magazine. Yes, she's great. I was reading your column last night in the magazine, in fact. Oh, well, thank you so much. Yes, and isn't isn't she wonderful? She's an Aries. Oh, she's an Aries. I'm not surprised with all that she does and gets done. Exactly. And Aries is associated with uh, initiative, courage, uh, taking charge. You know, not just thinking about doing something, but taking action. It's what we call it. Uh, an action-taking cardinal sign. And because your moon is an Aries, your moon, which is associated with your emotions, what is going on on the id or the inside is in the sign of Aries. You're you're quite the uh, take-charge personality, Lisa. <laughs> I am, and, and my rising is Aries, so I have a double-take-action ah, energy. Ooh. Ooh, double Aries. And that's yeah. part of why you also put emphasis on exercise. Right. Keeping... You know, I I uh, touched Lisa's arm the other day, and I can tell you, audience, all I felt were muscles. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Carolyn. That's sweet. It's true. But it's, it's the holidays. You... I've been eating ice cream every day. It's It's fantastic. But you know what? It doesn't show. And, and you know what? And your arms are so um, ripped, you know, with, with, with muscles. So, I work know. hard at it. Well, you know, Aries is ruled by the planet Mars. Mm-hmm. And Mars is associated with physical movement, physical prowess. So oftentimes in Aries, will channel uh, their assertiveness into exercise or they're they'll channel that need to keep moving i don't want to say aggressiveness that's kind of a harsh word so i'll just keep it to you know they'll channel their mars energy assertively i think through exercise through exercise you know like a lot of berries actually become physical fitness trainers physical therapists um I know, right, Lisa? I mean, if yeah. you weren't so if you weren't so busy, you could probably uh, help a lot of your clients to uh, get moving. You know, well, you do help them to get moving. You do help them to get off their duff. Well, um, also, Carolyn, I don't know if you know, I've been a fitness instructor for twelve years, so I well, do that I, on the side for fun. I know, yeah. right? What a, yeah. what a great. Again, for that Aries energy, especially the Aries-Gemini combination, you know, because Gemini is also associated with movement, mobility. You know, a lot of Geminis will choose a profession, um, say, as a flight attendant, sometimes UPS, um, traveling sales. Uh, Gemini is associated with Mercury, the messenger, and he flitted from here to there delivering messages. So, you know, Gemini, oh, and Gemini is associated with travel. So Geminis don't particularly like being still either. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, 
Gemini, Aries combination, wow, again, what a great combination for being a physical fitness trainer. And even if you didn't participate in physical fitness or teach, which is a Gemini connotation, teach others how to stay in shape. Um, I always say that if we attract an Aries into our lives, um, Aries kind of helps us to get moving. Um, if, if not physically, then, you know, uh, sometimes we'll attract an Aries who will help us to uh, find the courage to start that business or mm. muster the courage to, you know, finally make the residential change or muster yeah. the courage to a relationship. So I often say if we attract an Aries or a person with a lot of Aries, um, they're, help, they're trying to help us to get moving or the, our psyche is trying to help us to get moving. They're, you know, they're merely a reflection of what's going on within our psyche. Oh, cool. But back to Gemini, I did want to mention. Yeah, um, where do you want to begin today? Well, digressing to Gemini for just a moment, the last time we conversed, um, I mentioned that Gemini has been experiencing what some would describe as a challenging angle mm-hmm. since um, the fall of 2014. That's right. Now, um, in my nervousness, I used the verb uh, square, but G- Gemini, uh, I mean, Saturn has actually been opposing. Now, all of the same connotations about which I spoke apply. You know, uh, those with Saturn opposing the sun have felt a push uh, to reevaluate or reassess career. Some Geminis um, experiencing um, transiting Saturn opposing the sun um, have dealt with bosses, landlords, judges, anyone in power who okay. can be micromanaging than usual. Um, Gemini has had nose to the grindstone. They've taken life more seriously. So everything we talked about the last time applies. I accidentally used the verb square instead of opposing. So okay. you guys have been through the opposition. Uh, when I listened back, I said, oh, I accidentally used the verb square instead of um, opposing. So you guys have been dealing with an opposition since from Saturn, the planet of pragmatism, heaviness, um, focus, kind of getting boundaries. Um, and, and, you know, anytime Saturn opposes or squares or um, forms a conjunction um, to any of our planets, uh, it can be a time of taking on greater responsibility in the area of our lives that that particular planet uh, represents. Um, and so, if I may, I will segue into... Yeah. Trump's chart because he uh, was born with the sun, the north node, and Uranus in the sign of Gemini. Now, um, I noticed in preparation before calling, mm-hmm. before you guys called me, that um, that transiting Saturn will definitely be an orb to form an opposition to his sun. Um, 
in two thousand all through two thousand and seventeen. So okay. people are going to really be watching him. I mean, oftentimes when you know transiting Saturn aspects of the sun, we're out we're under a great degree of scrutiny. I mean yeah. you know Normal people, again, who have bosses, <laughs> the boss, you know, may make sure that the employee, uh, you know, crosses the T and dots the I or right. you know, the employee follows through or, you know, the landlord especially notices whether or not, um, you know, the tenant, tenant is keeping maybe his area clean. Uh, you know, I say hypothetically. So, um, you know, I, I mean, any president is under a lot of scrutiny, but from an astrological perspective, I mean, with his starting his um, reign. Um, yeah. Yeah. Under, you know, Saturn opposing the sun. I mean, people are going to like scrutinize him. As they uh, have been. To the max. But it'll probably become even more heightened, you know, as as Saturn, um, you know, begins a, a closer orb uh, to the sun um, in 2017. And, you know, Gemini is one of the signs associated with communication. So right. um, the public is going to find themselves watching every word, um, every utterance. Um, you know, every maybe contract, um, As you know, we should every, be. every piece of paper that's signed. And you're right. It, it, it should be that way for anyone who is in power. Um, but again, I think that any president who would be going in when transiting Saturn is opposing the sun, they will especially find themselves under scrutiny. And and again, because, um, you know, Gemini is associated with uh, communications, um, you know, people will be sort of um, monitoring uh, or analyzing every word. And, you know, yeah. since, since Gemini is associated with teaching and um, Donald Trump was also born with moon in Sagittarius, um, uh, which is the sign of higher education, you know, more um, information may come to light uh, regarding, you know, the university that he used to own. Right. Yes. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So um, now uh, continuing um, with his chart, let's see here. The fact that he even won when, you know, Saturn was pretty close to opposing um, the sun uh, is kind of amazing. You know, a lot of times, um, you know, when Saturn forms, again, the opposition, the conjunction of the square to a personal planet, um, you know, our wins are delayed or our, you know, rewards are delayed. But... I remember a very wise Capricorn astrologer telling me years ago, yeah. he said, you know, Saturn brings us what we deserve. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, with um, Neptune being in the 
check something here. I just want to make sure that something here. Yes. Sure. With, Nep- with Neptune being in the sign of Pisces, um, you know, people people are caught up in the illusion. You know, night, um, Neptune is associated with um, television, you know, that which we see on the silver screen. Um, it's associated with imagery. So, you know, we live, you know, we live in a reality television um, and social media type world. I mean, everything is about, you know, so much is, so much emphasis is, is placed on film now, television. So, Carolyn, I have, I have a question for you to jump in. When you said Neptune, Neptune is in Pisces, do you mean today? Yes. Okay. But it was also there when he was elected. Okay, and got it. Just so our Nep- listeners follow, yeah. And so Neptune is associated with, um, you know, it's it's what we call a um, uh, a more collective um, position. It's a more, you know, I mean, planet. It's a more macro planet. Um, you know, Neptune is one of the the sign or planets associated with the group. So you know, when Pisces. Uh, or when one of the planets of the group is, or the masses, is in the sign of Pisces, it 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 can cause the entire collective to really be into film, you know, really be into Im- imagery. Um, hence, that's partially why um, social media is so popular. Reality television is so popular. Right. Um, so, you know, I think that another reason that he was elected is because people like the image. Um, right. Oh, you know what? Last time when I was at analyzing um, Donald Trump, someone sent me an email. So I'm just stating that, you know, it, with this analysis, it's a purely objective analysis. Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that I am, um, you know, condoning <laughs> any of his behavior. It's just a, it's just a purely objective analysis of why I think that he got in. Um, so yeah, so with Neptune and Pisces, you know, people, you know, they they like what's pretty. You know, they like. I think a lot of people sincerely were caught up in the way that his family looks. So there's, um, I have yeah. a question for you, Carolyn, because when, when sure. I was in astrology school this summer and, you know, uh, I, I was taught that Neptune has to do with the way we transcend the ego. And so can you talk about that, what that means in light of Neptune transiting Pisces right now? Yeah, I will. I will. Um, but, 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 you know, back to the whole television and image thing, you know, I, if, if it's okay to finish that out, I, yeah, just, of course. Think, I just think that, uh, you know, I just think that um, people just, certain people got kind of caught up in the, you know, they like the image, you know, maybe they like the image of the, uh, you know, what they maybe perceived as the, um, as the patriarchal family or something. Right. Or, you know, Family that you know that 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 appeals to uh, to the eye, but you see, Pisces is also the illusion. It's the illusion, you know. I mean, yeah, you know, the unconscious, the hidden hospitals and jails, the shadow side. Well, it's the illusion. It's it's kind of like 
um, you know, that which we see on the silver screen isn't always real. So, right. you know, we'll see glossy movies, we'll see two people in love, you know, those television shows with which we grew up, um, you know, we're just, you know, which depicted perfect families and everyone being well-mannered. You know, it's, it's, it's just an illusion. Pisces, Pisces can be associated with that which is not real. Um, that which we sort of aspire to because it's pretty and it's, um, and it helps us to wear the, you know, the rose colored glasses so that we don't have to deal with the harshness of reality. Um, Exactly. Now, as far as transcending, um, oh, and oh, one more thing that I did want to say about um, image is Jupiter was also in the sign of Libra when um, Donald Trump was elected. And uh, Libra is also associated with like, you know, aesthetics. And um, right, it's ruled by Venus. Yes. And like a well-decorated room and pretty outfits. And, right. You know, and I even wrote down, um, <laughs> you know, like, a, you know, Christmas at the Roosevelt Hotel and, and you know, art galleries. Um, so, you know, well-set tables at Antoine's in New Orleans. So, so wow. yeah, it's just, it was beauty and pleasantry. So, you know, so all of this, Emphasis like on beauty and image, you know, was going on when he was elected, among other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but the planet Uranus is in the sign of um, Aries. So, you know, Uranus is the other sign that's associated with the masses. Um, and Aries is associated with the rogue, you know, um, wanting to Step outside the box, um, Uranus and Aries, the rogue, wanting to get away from, break away from tradition. The norm. Um, wanting to break away from, um, you know, those who are very embedded in, in, in Washington. And we talked the last time about that's why Bernie Sanders and right. Trump both did so well. You know, there's there's a again there's a real strong desire to break away from all of that. Now there is still some emphasis on tradition because you know the masses like uh, the image <laughs> of sort of the patriarchal traditional family in a mm, sense. Yeah, right. Um, but you know there was uh, there was a, a, a strong act of, of, of breaking away um, from Washington, um, you know, or you know that 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 is what was intended by you know a lot of the voters. Um, in answer to your question about um, you know Pisces and transcendence, so Pisces is associated or Neptune, with Neptune and transcendence, actually. Well. Neptune is the ruler of Pisces. Right. So Neptune and Pisces are associated with um, reaching altered states. Um, again, you know, some people reach um, altered states by watching uh, a black and white movie, a glossy movie. Some people reach altered states 
uh, by watching reality TV. Um, those with challenging angles to Neptune or Pisces in their natal chart um, sometimes reach altered states through drugs, alcohol. Um, but the, one of the healthiest ways to uh, utilize Neptune or Pisces is to reach altered states through uh, yoga, uh, meditation. Right. Um, right. So one can definitely transcend the consciousness um, through those kinds of activities. Uh, you know, yeah. you know, healthier ones, healthier ways of doing that. Especially. Um, so we are being given an opportunity. Um, and ever since Neptune um, entered Pisces, has there been much more emphasis on practices such as <laughs> um, yoga, meditation, spirituality, metaphysics. Um, so, you know, that's, that's um, an answer uh, regarding um, transcendence. And yes, can we transcend in a healthy manner? Um, right. Well, you know, with our own individual um, practices, uh, I think. Yeah, I mean, we can, you know, I mean, meditation could can help us if we're, you know, to sort of um, uh, rise above all of the divisiveness, um, some of the violence that, you know, that we're witnessing. Um, I mean, you know, we should we should still um, pay attention, um, but meditation helps us to um, address the situation with compassion, you know, and mm-hmm. um, I know that when I'm meditating a lot, um, I'm able to see a connectedness between everyone, and, you know, I'm yeah. able to um, feel a greater degree of compassion. Um, I agree. Even, you know, well, you know, even for the perpetrators, <laughs> I mean, some people, you know, I mean, you know, I can see how some people would be uneasy with that. But, you know, it's just, you know, you know, um, discipline or avid uh, meditation um, just it, it changes the perspective of, you know, what we're experiencing, you know, what we're seeing, what we're viewing. Um, so to, to dovetail off of that, for our listeners, you know, you're talking about transits and, and such. And so how these transits, how they're useful to us, for example, Mercury stationing retrograde on December 19th. You know, why are these things important? How are they helpful for someone to call you and book a session and maybe find out about how they can use this information? Just to give a little more nuts and bolts to our listeners um, right now, if you could do that for us. Mercury retrograde is conducive for um, following through on those things that, um, you know, or those activities that may have begun before Mercury retrograde. So Mercury retrograde can be very conducive for finally writing the thank you note or, (laughs) you know, it can be... So finishing things, finishing things that we need to get done. Is, Is that what I hear you saying? 
Yeah, you know, or, or if we had difficulty getting in touch with a with a friend, uh, you know, or coworker, um, we may try again during Mercury retrograde, and oftentimes we'll finally get in touch with them. I mean, it is it is conducive for again following through on the paperwork, following through on the phone calls, following through on the thank you notes, you know, those things that. Um, those things that, uh, again, began before Mercury retrograde. I mean, most astrologers say that it's not the best idea to, um, Sign you contracts know, or, or initiate like or, deals like that. Yeah, not buy a car, you know, not, um, not sign a contract for a home. Right. Um, not travel. Oh, not travel. Yeah, that's another thing. Because, you know, Mercury Mercury is the ruler of, of communication. Right. Anything, you know, anything that is what we call ruled by Mercury or is associated with Mercury, um, if we are initiating the activity during Mercury retrograde, um, a lot of astrologers believe that, um, you know, things could go wrong. <laughs> You know, so, yeah. like if we're signing a contract for the car, you know, maybe we're not noticing every word in the contract. Like our mind isn't taking it in correctly, you know, or, you know, at an even um, more serious level, you know, the car, there may be something wrong with the, the car, <laughs> with the automobile. Right. So, yeah. So, you know, with this Mercury retrograde coming up, you know, and, and, and it is Mercury retrograde can be a time for um, deeper introspection, um, staying a little bit quieter. So we can use the time again to, you know, do our paperwork. You know, some people even use it to um, to be more introspective, to go within. Some people use it to journal. Um you know, it's almost it's almost about um, uh, inward opportunity uh, rather than yeah. you know initial an outward action. Right, right. Well, tell me this, Carolyn. We just had a full moon in Gemini on December thirteenth. So what does what does that mean for us? Well, uh, I think you know. I think that. Um, Anytime there's emphasis on Gemini energy, you know, it, um, and I'm going to look at the other transits going on that day. On which day? On the day of the full moon. Okay, on the 13th, yeah. Let's see here. Well, we had a lot of air that day. Um, Venus, Mars, and Aquarius. Um, Jupiter in Libra. Um, again, Gemini is, is associated with communications. All of the air signs can be associated with communications, circulating ideas. I would say with the Venus more than Aquarius. Um, Aquarius is the sign of the humanitarian. Um, it's one of the signs associated with um, giving back and or serving humanity. So, and friendship, I, you, groups, associations. My Mars is in Aquarius. So, yeah, maybe, like socialization and such. Maybe 
kind of Gemini using our words to help humanity, you know, using words, letters, um, emails, social media, you know, to help others. Um, uh, Aquarius is also associated with computers, uh, higher technology, um, math technology. So, uh, you know, on that day, probably even more information came up regarding uh, advancements in technology, advancements in computer, in computers, uh, more news may have come about, say about Apple or something. Um, right. Um, but I also made some notes regarding uh, some transits. Uh, yeah, let's hear it. Be taking place. Um, well, I wrote that in in, in January uh, 2017. Mm-hmm. We're going to be a Pluto Uranus Jupiter um, T square. Now Pluto is going to as part of the T square as Pluto forms the 90 degree degree angle to um, Jupiter in Libra. In astrology, Jupiter is associated with, um, with like... Luck and expansion is is what I understand. It's one of the signs associated with law. It's one of the signs associated with um, our beliefs, our belief systems. Um, Jupiter is associated with philosophy. so, you know, with, with Pluto, um, which is associated with primal emotion, um, continuing to form a square um, to the planet of philosophy, I wrote down that all through 2017, really until about October, you know, you're, we're probably going, 2017, October 2017, we're probably mm-hmm. going to continue to witness um, people not agree on philosophy, you know, not agreeing on ideas, I- ideals. Okay. Um, and then with Jupiter being in the sign of Libra, and again, Libra being associated with justice, you know, one of the signs associated with law, you know, I think, again, people will really disagree about some of the laws that will be uh, brought forth. Um, okay. A lot of the philosophies that will be brought forth. Now, Pluto, in you know, because Pluto is associated with, uh, it's the ruler of Scorpio. So right. because it's associated with real deep emotion, primal emotion, um, and then Uranus is associated with, um, well, it's an Aries. <laughs> you know, bang, bang, blow them up. Sometimes, you know, unfortunately, there may we may witness more violence, um, you know, regarding certain laws that are being brought for certain programs, certain um, government programs. Um, you know, Jupiter is a sign associated with um, not only philosophy but religion. So maybe um, violent protests. Um, you know, well, even regard- thinking now about Aleppo and the tragedy there going on that I was reading about earlier, that I there know. is such conflict going on. Right. And I think, and even if, if, if we don't experience violence, if we don't experience violence to that level in the United States, 
you know, there's this aspect is still going to cause tension. You know, I mean, you know, even on an individual um, level um, or more microscopic level um, or macrocosmic, excuse me, level, you know, regarding, um, you know, you know, your ideas, your, your philosophy, um, you know, your laws, you know, that, that you are trying to um, impose don't agree with my philosophy. Um, now, you know, it, at worst, um, you know, my hope is that, you know, we don't have the, the loner because, you know, sometimes um, Aries can be associated with the person who goes out on their own. So hopefully, that you know, we won't see the loner who... Um, participates in violence against a group of people or, or you know, another group of people attacking a group of people. Um, uh, now, Uranus can be associated with um, the protests, you know, protests, okay. you know, like in the 1960s. Um, in 1962, uh, we had um, at least, I think it was, five planets i'll have to look to see maybe seven aligned in aquarius so you know that's oh wow for human rights um really came to the fore um and so yeah you know, with the ronis part of this configuration you know my hope is that oh and then of course jupiter and libra libra is associated with peace harmony balance yeah you know, yeah is that some peace peaceful protests can take place, you know, and and my hope is that people, again, don't become so primal, um, you know, or so atavistic, so to speak, that they don't, you know, that they don't, um, you know, attack another, you know, but, but, but I will say that the, that configuration that will last until 2017 um, has it can bring tension. It brings tension into the collective. So, you know, when you talked about, made that really um, important uh, point about Pisces transcending, you know, there there are groups of people who um, are, tr are trying to um, include yoga in schools and, you know, right. like systems or private school systems teaching the younger children um uh you know yoga in schools you know meditation i mean that that really is one of the most effective ways um right, yeah above the tension and pisces is also associated with uh embracing all i mean pisces is it's it's associated, it's what we call a flexible, mutable sign. So um, Pisces and its, or Neptune and their purest forms can be associated with um, forgiveness, uh, love. Um, they can be very artistic and empathetic also, I think. Inclusion. Um, you're right, empathy. So if we can, you know, use these Pisces or Neptune type of connotations, um, it may, or practices, it may help, um, you know, when, you know, when Pluto takes over and, you know, and, 
and someone wants to go bomb someone's car. <laughs> Putin, so, you know, Putin in challenging aspect. Yeah, so now, I have a question. May I jump in for a moment? Because I, I don't want to get too far down the road and forget to ask you this. Um, how do we deal with challenging aspects in our chart? How do we embrace those instead of fearing them or resisting them? What are some ways that might be helpful? Well, if a person has angle to Pluto in the natal chart. You know, Pluto is also associated with research, therapy, psychotherapy, detective work, getting to the bottom, getting to the core of a situation. Pluto is also associated with introspection. So if a person, say, has a challenging angle to Pluto in the natal chart, um, it, it, it would be conducive to their psyche to get with someone like you, you know, a psychotherapist. You okay. know, Pluto associated with exploration. So, you know, using Pluto to explore one's the richness of one's own psyche, you know, the 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 deep emotions that are embedded deeply within the psyche. Um, you know, some Plutonians use um, their energy to become, say, forensic scientists. Sometimes they spend many hours in the Oh, that's lab. cool. Yeah. It, it is, like, very cool. You know, they, they use it to, to, to find the answer. You know, um, I know we're a little short on time, but, but Pluto in, in Greek mythology is associated with Hades. And he lived in the underworld. And, you know, Persephone was... Uh, frolicking in the upper world mm-hmm. <laughs> in the field of flowers and one day the bowels of the earth opened and Hades reached up and abducted Persephone and pulled her into the underworld. Now that can be a metaphor for um, when we're in the underworld, when we're doing Pluto it can be a really conducive, conducive time for again going with men, going to therapy, exploring the self, instead of letting the, the, you know, the Pluto, um, oh, and Hades living in the underworld can also represent those real deep emotions that lie within our own psyche. So if Mm -hmm. we just explore them, we work through them like with a, you know, with a a healing practitioner such as yourself, um, um, you know, that can be, or, or if we use it to heal others, or if we use it to do our re- to do re- like cancer research, you know, um, to do something good, to do something positive and and helpful. Any aspect, with any aspect, you know, like um, there's always a positive uh, fruition and a more challenging fruition. Yeah, of each so planet. Like, Right. So like a person would say, we talked about this earlier, let's say they had moon conjunct Uranus and Aries. So, you know, um, some people with, and we, and there may even be a challenging aspect to that moon um, conjunct Uranus and Aries. Let's say, you know, Saturn opposes the... Right. Um, Right. So, you know, that person may become frustrated, you know, again, they may, they may want to just, um, uh, you know, give a lashing of the tongue or, you know, they may want to, you know, even punch because, again, Aries is ruled by Mars. Aries just, it wants to just act. Um, Yes. Risk taking. Bold. Learns to channel it into exercise, you know, teaching others how to exercise, 
you know, maybe teaching a, a physical exercise, maybe teaching another to, you know, punch the mattress, you know, as opposed to, um, you know, hitting another person. You know, I mean, again, with everyone, there are the, you know, or with every aspect in every um, sign and planetary position, or their positive fruitions and, um, you know, um, a fruition or a manifestation that can maybe get us in trouble or get others in trouble <laughs> or cause problems for us, you okay. know? Yeah. So, you and know, trying to I do mean, things proactively and productively instead. We all have that choice to channel whatever energy, whatever emotion is coming up into something that's going to help transform us and the world and people around us or not. I mean, I believe each individual has the power to do that or not. So, yeah, so then, I would say dig deep the, and do something different with those energies. Manifestations are consequences to whatever we do. So, you know, like if we say we have moon and Aries conjunct Uranus opposed Saturn and we're feeling very frustrated, um, or let's say Venus, Venus and, you know, Aries opposite Saturn, and we're feeling very frustrated, frustrated because the person's not there for us, and we punch. You know, there, there's con, there's consequences. So there's consequences to whatever we do. You know, I mean, there are a lot of our advocates. Um, for you know, they say just be honest, kind of say what you want to say. You know, do what you want to do. Let the cards fall, but but there's always consequences. You know, so yeah. Jupiter and Libra. It tries to teach it try it's trying to teach that maybe there's a peaceful more diplomatic way to handle situations right um and you know maybe on one of one of the shows maybe we could talk about like the positive fruition of each sign or or yeah because there's so many for every yeah uh, and and a, and a more challenging, you know, for each sign, um, you know, because because it, it is interesting. I mean, it, it, and once we become one of the reasons that I I what I like about astrology is it it's a tool that can help us to um, utilize our aspects and our planetary positions in the most positive way. Um, yeah. What what made you become an astrologer, Carolyn? I know you started, you know, noticing your psychic abilities when you were young, around seven. How did that develop into also becoming an astrologer? Well, well, well. Actually, it was it was when um, I was seven years of age that I noticed my mother um, constructing astrological charts. Like I woke one morning and she oh, was cool. sitting at the dining room table. And um, she was constructing astrological charts by hand. Back then, you know, before computers, you had to work with logarithms and do and calculate everything by hand. And I just, I asked what it was that she was doing, and I was, mm-hmm. I was, I was absolutely fascinated, uh, you know, at that young of an age. And so back. So let's see. I was born in sixty-two, <laughs> so that must have been yeah. sixty-nine. So you know that was back in the day when, like, one would, you know, 
patronize Walden Books and have to stand in the metaphysical. All those great stores. Was your mom an astrologer, Carolyn? Go hide in a, you know, in a, in the metaphysical. Well, she actually, she, you know, I have um, Uranus in my fourth house, which is the house of the home, the family. Right, cancer. Yeah. The mother. And, um, and I'm proud of her because, you know, she she actually um, uh, gradu- graduated summa cum laude with her master's degree. And um, she was, that was like ahead of the time, you know, in, in the little town in which we lived <laughs> in the 60s. Um, and so she actually um, assessed children who had learning um, disabilities um, and help place them in the right classroom, but very quietly behind the scenes. Because, again, this, you know, I mean, this was the 1960s and 70s in the South. And I realized that you and I, you know, did you grow up in New Orleans proper? I I did, born and raised. In the city. Like, you didn't live in the In New Orleans East, so a suburb. Okay, right. You see, yeah, we, you know, we were in the suburbs too. And I, and back in the 1960s and 70s, I just find that the suburbs were a little, they're still more conservative than like, you know, if one ventured into the French Quarter. The French Quarter, totally. And, you know, hands your So she just kind of did it. She, in a way, kind of did it behind the scenes, but it was funny because even back then, like sometimes she would, um, she would talk about the subject to some of my very um, evangelical relatives. <laughs> so, right? Yeah, I like, can't imagine that went over very well. But then sometimes, you know, broached the subject a little bit, and and she and her family wasn't born evangelical. You know, they just, she had some family members who, you know, converted to um, um, those religions. And and like I said, every once in a while, well, I'll tell you a funny story that she was a Leo and she was very creative. Um, I like Leo a lot, yeah. And back then she, um, there was, um, there was uh, a tool called Artex and like, you would take a tube of it was kind of it was like a, a type of ink, and she would um, draw designs on pillowcases and sheets to give as gifts. Oh, and, so cool! Uh, and so with these evangelical relatives, <laughs> like she drew like a fish and wrote Pisces. I, I mean, love she, it. Yeah, you know, like and then one was an Aries, so she did like a Ram. pillowcase set and then a sheet and drew a ram and um and she was quite the artist so it was, it was it was really beautiful but you know here's these very conservative relatives receiving these sets of sheets with you know the she Pisces. was gonna let it be known what she loved yeah it's to a degree to a degree it, it's to a degree the best way i can say it is she kind of walked the line you yeah know? She didn't. She didn't. Being gracious, uh, but also being her true self. It sounds like a little bit. I mean, it's it. You know, it's it. You know, it's not like it is now. You know, or or at least we think it's that way now. Uh, you know, where you know you see you know mediums on television, and you know when astrologers have um, uh, magazine columns or they're on yeah, like. Right. 
radio, and that probably existed back then. I know it existed back then, but it just wasn't as um, accepted back in back then. You know, so you know, so a lot of people who um, had an interest in astrology and the metaphysical arts really had to walk the line. Oh, and you know what, Lisa? It was actually when she. Um, when she uh, attained her master's at Loyola, that yeah. she connected with a, a group who were into astrology. That's how she was introduced to astrology. <laughs> I know? love hearing this personal story, Carolyn. We're at the very end of our show to end, but I love this segue into your mother and how you have early recollections of seeing her do astrological charts and, and such. Thank you for sharing all that. I'd love to hear more. Well, the psychic ability came up more strongly during my Saturn return. That's 28 to 30. So okay. for every 28 to 30 is when people start to kind of get an inkling of who they truly are. Um, and you'll see people make great changes 28 to 30. You know, some people well, leave a corporation. Some people go back to school. Many leave a relationship. It's really a time of coming into one's own. It's a it's pivotal really- time. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause you here because we're at the very end. But I would love to have you on in the new year. And we can talk about Saturn returns or whatever topics. I want to let listeners know how they can reach you for readings. You can find Carolyn on her website, which is carolynbufkin.com, spelled C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-B, like boy, U-F, kin.com and you can read her columns in new orleans living magazine each week online i was reading it last night and carolyn thank you for being with me today i thank you lisa and with your more than aquarius you're so altruistic and i and we're all so appreciative i appreciate that so much thank you carolyn have a good day i will you too bye bye That concludes today's show. Listen in next week as I bring you another guest to speak with and interview. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye. You're listening to All Things Therapy. 